And we're back on the air. So it's been a rough couple, you know, well, it's been a rough couple of months. I was about to say weeks, but that's not entirely accurate, is it? My holiday break decided to go a little longer than scheduled, but, you know, who's counting, really? Thought I'd go through a little review episode instead of a regular one, just letting you know where I am on just everything with the podcast or the website. And uh, just a great way to avoid work. So uh, I thought I'd start out with sort of an avoiding work 101. I did promise an overview of a certain episode last episode of the podcast that will be coming. I'm thinking of starting a new series of just, you know, uh, what I do to not work on something that I love. Just letting you know that is in the works, but this is not a review episode. This is just an update episode because I have been working on some things, just not anything really tangible, just like a lot of ideas that I have. So I'm thinking mostly about changes that I'm going to be making to recipes, usually adding more variations or you know, just new recipes to my already very large list of uploaded, uh, to be uploaded recipes. And I think the one that I'm going to tackle first is my biscuit recipe. So if you have any suggestions of some weird flavor combination you'd like in a biscuit, please let me know. You can email me at digitalsue at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram. We're also at digitalsue on there too. It's, and for both resources, it's going to be S-O-U-S, but I'm thinking about at least four, maybe five different variations. I only had two, not including like the plain version. Uh, so that's exciting. And also one of my sort of sections of the website is going to be labeled on the road. And it's basically going to be a little research expedition and I'm going to research a certain technique or dish and I'm going to, you know, it's I'm going to find its origin and all the different variations in multiple different cultures. And I'm working on pasta right now and it has been incredibly interesting. Hopefully next I'm going to do barbecue because that is my one true love other than dessert is barbecue. And I think it could be really fun to go outside of what I, you know, grew up learning, which is all the different kinds of American barbecue. And I'd love to learn about other, other continents barbecue or, you know, what, what other people would classify as barbecue in other cultures. And I think that could be really fun because India also has fried chicken. We're not, the South isn't the only area that has fried chicken. I'm sure India has their own sort of barbecue, and I'm sure China has their own sort of barbecue, and I'd love to learn about it. But pasta has been really fun. I have about six pages of notes just on the Asian noodles, and I borrowed this really great, very renowned book from one of my really dear friends, Sarah, about Italian pasta. So 
those are the two places you would normally think of when you hear about pasta anyway. And now I get to research when they first recorded pasta or thought about creating pasta. And it's actually really interesting. Now that I've sort of updated you on what I'm doing with the website, I'd like to do some very gratuitous um, bragging about some very... I had some very generous gifts over the Christmas holiday break from numerous family members, and I also decided that it was okay to treat myself because I was already spending money, you know? Do you ever get that thought in your brain as you're doing your Christmas shopping or birthday shopping and you find something that you know, it, the person you're buying for wouldn't like, but you would, so you buy it anyway and you just keep it. Um, very guilty of that, but I do have some really great cookbooks because that's pretty much all I asked for, and there were some great sales that I took advantage of. So this is just going to be a nice little list of what I got and uh, just a little short review because I have read all of them cover to cover. I think I read all of them on Christmas because uh, I was obsessed with most of them almost immediately. And I'll have pictures of the covers on the Digital Sue Instagram, as well as sort of a list. I don't think I can add links, but I will try. All right, so here we go. So this is a list of eight books. And the first one is one of my all-time new favorites that I hadn't really heard of until recently called The Perfect Scoop and it's by David Lebovitz. Lebovitz. I'm sorry I wrote in cursive so it looks like a Y. Lebovitz. And I love it. It is so much more than just the basics of ice cream and frozen desserts because he does walk you through in a very comprehensive guide in the beginning but you could practically start a business with all these little tips and tricks and these amazing recipes that are super well thought out and really amazing. There's this amazing hot fudge sauce at the end and I swear to god I'm gonna make it and I'll probably die from eating it. I really should not know how to make this hot fudge sauce but now I know so thanks. Thanks David. And there's also a peppermint patty recipe in there. Oh my god it looks so good. I'm so excited. On to the next one. But uh, this is going to be a little bit of a two-parter. So I think by now you guys know that I love the website Cooks Illustrated. I think it's an amazing business plan. I think it's an amazing website. And they have some amazing cookbooks. They have a huge list. And these are the first two I've ever gotten from them. And it's called what, the first one I'm going to talk about is called the Cooks Illustrated Baking Book. And it's not really written by any one person because it's... A compilation of all their uh, best baking recipes so they've basically gone through every single recipe they've ever posted on their website and also it was a magazine at one point it started as a magazine now it's a website and they also have books uh, but this one's really cool you can get recipes from 2006 and it's made by all the editors of America's Test Kitchen which is also a part of Cooks Illustrated it's this huge series of from an amazing team. Every single recipe is tested absolutely to death. Every single problem with a recipe has been discovered and fixed, which I think is the this book makes it the perfect book for someone who has struggled with baking because 
there's a very small margin of error that is almost impossible to hit. In fact, I don't know if it is possible to hit unless you're at like a really weird altitude and you're making something like that requires a certain temperature. But if you know you're at the wrong altitude, you should know how to like fix it anyway. So it's the perfect book for a problem baker or a seasoned professional. On to the second Cook's Illustrated book. It's called The Revolutionary Recipes. So this book is a comprehensive look back at all the best recipes they've ever made or published. The first set of recipes in this book researches the best ways to cook eggs in every single possible way you could think. It's just the most, one of the first and most important lessons for any cook. If you have gone to school for, like, if you have, have a degree in culinary science and you can't make an egg, there's literally no point. You wasted your money. You got to know how to cook an egg in all these different ways. As I was reading through it, it sort of reminded me of my uh, little ode to the egg a couple episodes back. I think maybe one, actually. Uh, it's not, my episode is not nearly as comprehensive because it's just little old me, but if you would like some information about eggs and not necessarily recipes, go back a couple episodes to the egg episode. And I just, as you read through any recipe or cookbook from Cooks Illustrated or America's Test Kitchen, you really can feel the extensive testing and care that gets put into these recipes. Like, you can tell that these people love cooking and they want you to love cooking as much as they do. And they want to make it fun. The fourth book I'm going to talk about is from Ina Garten. And for those of you don't know her, who don't know her, she is the queen of Food Network, in my opinion. I love her. She was one of the first people I started watching. Her and Iron Chef, I think, are the first cooking shows I ever watched. Ooh, and Good Eats. Yeah, so the first cooking shows I ever watched were Good Eats, Ina Garden, and Iron Chef America. So that probably explains a lot about myself. So I love this book, but just a little fun fact about the lovely author. She's more qualified to be president than the human garbage we have elected. Just sorry to get political, but fuck. I just... I'm having a hard week with this guy. Some crazy shit went down. Literally, that could apply to any week since he has been inaugurated. But let me just... She actually has political experience. And honestly, if she ran for president, like, I think a half billion other people are running for president right now. Just because they saw what a disaster Trump's presidency has been so far and decided, you know what? I feel like if I, uh, I don't know, don't fuck it up as much as he did not gonna be that hard I might as well I mean I need to stop talking I'm sorry I just I made a little note that made my made a little note to myself uh to tell people to stop calling Trump a Cheeto because they are my favorite snack and they don't deserve this disrespect but regardless I think this is a great little cookbook and it has a killer cocktail section which I was not expecting there's really great basic recipes, like some nice scones. And then when you first open it, it's like got a little cocktail hour for you. So coming off of that small political rant, um, just a sweet smaller book. Um, it's a smaller book, but it actually has a very helpful glossary. It's called Bistro, Classic French Comfort Food by Alan Ducasse. 
that's, I butchered that. I know it. I don't even know how to fix it, but I know I ruined it. Um, so these recipes are actually amazingly delicious uh, with a really helpful glossary, like I said, with basic recipes for beginners uh, who, you know, didn't go to culinary school and won't get left in the weeds. Uh, they have sort of stocks and soups, just very nice basic stuff that you should really know. And they also have slightly more complicated recipes that you can wow people with. And I think it's really extensive and well-explained recipes. So it's not like, it. they're easy to follow, they're fun to play with, highly recommend. And then I have one, two, three more. So three more to do. And one of them being cravings hungry for more. Let me just say that Chrissy Teigen, I have a lot of respect for in the kitchen. I put off buying her first cookbook for a really long time because, I don't know, it, it was just, I have a lot of uh, feelings about celebrity cookbooks that I, I'm, I'm not going to get into right now, uh, but I didn't know that she was a blogger first, and I can't believe I'm that, you know, I didn't do my research, but she had a food blog, and now she has moved on to having her own cookbook, which, good for her, and... I fell in love with that first cookbook. I just, I was flipping through it and I could not stop reading. I love when a cookbook does that. It was amazing. So I drooled over the first book and I fell in love with this one too. I mean, holy shit. This book is worth the price alone because of the very first breakfast section. I cannot even tell you how amazing it is. Like you just have to get it for yourself and see these pictures and see how easy the recipes are. D delicious. And then one thing that really sort of made me want to recommend this the most was there's a little note about Parmesan cheese and how to grade and measure it um, and how much she loves cheese in the very beginning when you sort of, when a cookbook author will usually explain why they're measuring things the way they do or how you should measure something so it comes out how they make it. And I just, it spoke to my soul. Maybe I'll do a reading of it in a soon, sooner episode, just talk about people's food philosophies that I love and just talk about cheese because I love cheese. Anyway, <laughs> uh, last two, last two, I promise. So one really interesting one, which kind of caught me by surprise because the book, it, the this cookbook itself, just looking at it on a, uh, on a bookshelf, it doesn't look like much, but this is an amazing pie cookbook. Oh my god, it's called Tartwork Pies, and Tartwork is spelled with two A's in it, right next to each other. And it's by Brittany Bennett, and it's a really sweet and inventive book written for her grandmother who taught her how to bake pies. Uh, the recipes are actually separated by season, which I love, so that you can use seasonal fruits and vegetables, and it's a lot cheaper to make. And the best part about these recipes though the best part about these recipes though is that while they are seasonal they're absolutely not what you would expect there's something new and inventive in each recipe and i really love that even though they are very new and you haven't heard of most of these techniques and uh flavors put together it's also somehow very familiar and i love when a cook can do that to a recipe 
And then uh, my parents did not buy me this book. I bought myself this book because I was reading about it and I was so excited to get it. It's called Edibles by Stephanie Hua and Corrine. I want to say Corrine because I have a cousin whose name is spelled really similar and her name's Corrine. So I'm going to go with Corrine Carroll. And these ladies have it going on. So this uh, has been a topic of curiosity for myself since uh, pot has become legalized in a lot of U.S. states. I even have a friend who graduated from culinary school with me. She has an edibles business. And, you know, I am in California, so pot has been legalized in my state. So I am looking forward to playing around with some of these recipes. So from the first explanations of many forms uh, of the many forms of cannabis and their uses to the very first recipe, I was in love. There was so much research and care put into this book. The women behind this are creative and have real knowledge of cannabis and how to work with it and make it taste delicious. There's these fried mac and cheese balls that I have to try. And it's really interesting because they show all the different ways you can utilize cannabis in your kitchen. One of which being something that I never thought of is basically making a cannabis extract, which is like an alcohol base. And I really want to try this for myself because it doesn't look like it's going to sort of be as difficult to make at, or I feel like you can make a large batch of this and you won't have to keep remaking it and remaking it because it looks like it takes the same amount of time as can of butter or can of milk because it's still an infusion. But I feel like if I make a large amount of this and I'm only using like a few drops or teaspoons per recipe, this will just keep forever because it's an alcohol base. I love that. I never thought of doing that before. It's such a great idea. Okay, so that was the last book. And just to reiterate, I will have all these books with their cover art and uh, have the titles listed on the Instagram account, digital at Digital Sue, D-I-G-I-T-A-L-S-O-U-S. Uh, what else? Oh, right. So about sort of links and pictures and, you know, that whole technology front, I have been try deciding to try and add to my website so that it is more visitable, visitable, I don't think that's a word, but, you know, I want my uh, Patreon customers, which we do have a, we do have a, I did this out of order, I'm so sorry. So, out of order, but our Patreon customers, which we would love to have you on there. You can find us by our name, which, you know, if you're looking for us anywhere, just type in Digital Sue. You'll find us on Instagram, Gmail, now Patreon, and you can start viewing the website. Uh, I believe I have made it $5, a $5 pledge or a $1 pledge, and I don't know, I would, I would just really appreciate it. And then if you do start paying through Patreon now, that's going to be your flat rate for when I do monetize the website. If you want to look at a website under construction, um, <laughs> I really want to make my recipes available to you guys when I talk about them on here, if they're ready. And, you know, I just want it, 
I want you guys to have some more insight to my process. It's very new, but I want to keep this um, an ad-free podcast, and I want to keep my website ad-free, and I might use Patreon or something else in the future for when I do monetize my website. And yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Before I sign off totally, I I think I'm going to count that last little book sort of haul as my book of the week. And then my tool of the week is going to be a little weird, but my tool of the week is going to be notebooks. So I have about a million and I'm using so many. Uh, I like to have a notebook for every little thought in my brain. So I have some for recipes for the website, some for recipes that I'm going to show to a, my boss, some that are recipes from work that I want to just have on me so I'm not looking for a recipe card. I think that anyone who is in who is a cook in the industry is going to have a small notebook they can fit in their pocket. If you don't, you need to get one because people are judging you. I promise you they are. Not to be mean, but I promise you people are making fun of you for not writing shit down because you need to in a kitchen. And, you know, if you're just starting out or you if you have your own business cooking or I don't know if you're a writer, it doesn't even have to be food related. If you have ideas, you need a notebook to write them down. I'm going to post a picture of all the different ones that I use for this website and culinary stuff so you can see just what I'm talking about of how many <laughs> different notebooks I need in my life. Not including like my diary or other shit that I have a notebook for because I have planners and ugh, other shit. I'm trying to get into one of these weird planners my mom had and uh, is giving to me because she can't keep up with it. I'm actually the worst at planners, but I'm trying this year. Um, I'll show you that because it's kind of a cool looking planner. It's like a monthly, weekly, daily planner, but in like different sections and you can fill out what week it is so you don't feel bad about skipping one. So hopefully this is going to be good for me. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I will be back with regular content soon. Uh, so you can find us. Uh, once again, I'm just going to plug myself like eight more times before I leave. So just buckle your seatbelts. Instagram is at digital sue. Email is digitalsue at gmail.com. Patreon, Patreon slash digitalsue. Find us wherever. Send us money if you feel like it. If you don't, don't bother. It's fine. So it has been so long since I recorded one of these that I literally had to re-listen to all my set podcasts uh, because I could not remember how I signed off. And then I realized I don't have a set sign off. So I just, I just say goodbye. So bye. <laughs>